Welcome to the Neighborhood Church Podcast. We are so thankful that you are listening in. The Neighborhood Church is all about helping people find and follow Jesus. We hope that through these podcasts you are encouraged, that you're inspired, and that you're provided with practical wisdom on how to find and follow Jesus. We hope that you enjoy today's podcast. I've been uh, thinking about this message for the last month. I've been studying and preparing have uh, 18 pages of single-space notes. And yet early this week, I'm saying, Lord, I'm not really, really satisfied with where this is at. I, you got to take me to the Word somewhere here. And I listened to Dr. Henry Cloud earlier this week on, on uh, Right Now Media. And he talked about a parable. A parable is simply a story with a a Christian principle to learn from it. And I I just want to tell you the parable. A man owned a vineyard. And one day he went to the vineyard and he was looking through the trees. It was a fig tree vineyard. And he looked at one fig tree and that fig tree hadn't had any figs on it for three years. And he called the keeper of the vineyard over and he said, cut that down. And the vineyard keeper said to the vineyard owner, none of that. None of that. I'm going to fertilize it. I'm going to dig around it. Let's give it one more year. And when I heard that parable... I said, that's what I needed. That's what I needed. And so that parable is found in Luke chapter 13, verses 6 to 9, if you want to open your Bibles up and and follow it along. But let me just kind of review the story, and then I'm going to dig in with three principles for us. The real problem here is rooted in unmet expectations. The vineyard owner expected that fig tree to produce figs. And the expectation wasn't met, and and he had just had enough. We have a lot of unmet expectations in all of our lives. Some of us have dreams that haven't been fulfilled, and And it's really beginning to bother us. Some of us have always dreamt of sending the kids off to school in the morning, and that expectation isn't being met. Jobs are being lost. Finances are tight. Unmet expectations. Church hasn't always been good at handling unmet expectations. We have our standards, after all. And when people don't meet our expectations, often the church, and God forgive us, and if you're listening in and you've been treated like that, please forgive us. We have not been kind. We haven't been like the vineyard keeper. We haven't said, now now slow down. We've been more like the owner and said, let's cut this thing down, right? Let's get rid of you. You're just not meeting our expectations. Terrible, terrible way 
things to be. But God has a solution for us. And I think the solution is really clear in this story. And I'm just going to show you three things that happened. I think that'll help us overcome anxiety and fear. So the first thing I see in this story about the fig vineyard is grace. The vineyard owner comes in and says, that fig tree hasn't borne any fruit for three years now. It's time to cut that thing down. Enough is enough. And I like what the keeper of the vineyard says in verse number eight. Let, let it alone. Stop that. No more of that. What you really need if you're in a situation when you're full of fear and you're full of anxiety, what you really need is to be able to get into an atmosphere of grace where grace will be ministered to you. People won't say, you are so messed up that I don't want to have anything to do with you. Let's just Get you out of here. Cut them down. Not worth investing in. You really need to be put into an atmosphere of grace. The vineyard keeper said, there's no room for that kind of talk around here. We're going to give this tree some, some, a chance here. I want you to know that all of us have fallen short of God's expectations, fallen short of God's heart and God's desire for us. But we read this in 1 John chapter 2 and verse 1. My little children, I am writing you these things so that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, and we all have, and we all do, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. There's somebody in your life who wants to be an advocate for you, and his name is Jesus. And as you feel overburdened with all the challenges and difficulties of life in this season, the advocate is there for you. He wants to stand up for you, and he wants to say, you deserve a, a, another chance here. I'm not going to let people pick on you. Jesus looks at you if you'll just call out to him, and he'll say, I'm on your side. And he removes all condemnation for your life. You need to believe that. You need to understand God's for you, and he's not against you. You have an advocate and you need to get into this atmosphere of grace. You need to get into God's presence. And hopefully you can get into a church where the people won't be a bunch of black and white people who want to cut you down as soon as you come in because you're not quite the right shade of Christian for them. An atmosphere of grace. 
going to make it through this season without fear and anxiety, the first thing you need is an atmosphere of grace. You need grace. So if we're going to overcome anxiety and fear in our lives, we need grace. And there's a second thing we discover in this story. We need to add to it. We need truth. So the keeper of the vineyard said, none of this cutting that tree down. He said, you deserve, more, you deserve another chance here. And then he said, I'm going to make a commitment. I'm going to dig around the bottom of the tree and all of that hard soil, and I'm going to make sure the tree is getting lots of fertilizer. We need to let the Word of God dig around our hardened hearts. We need to let the truth of the Scriptures get into our minds and into our spirits uh, so we can get strong again. It's the digging and the fertilizer that uh, brings strength to our lives again. So we need the truth. God's word says, Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. We live in a culture where we're, we're very concerned about feeding our physical bodies, but we don't feed our spirits. And as a result of that, uh, expectations we have for our life don't get fulfilled because we're only looking after part of ourselves. Man shall not live by bread alone. You've got to feed your spirit. And the truth of the matter is, wherever John, uh, Jesus is, John chapter 1, verse 14, wherever Jesus is, grace and truth come together. And Jesus comes and brings grace to our hearts and grace to our lives. But he also brings, brings tooth, truth. We started three weekends ago with Rowena sharing her story about how uh, she was even afraid to come out of her own house. She was housebound for, for years. And then she just called out to the Lord, call out to the advocate, there's grace there. And without anybody telling her, she knew she needed to get to figure out what the Bible said. And she talks about, talked about writing out scriptures on index cards and walking around and just reading the scriptures all of the time. I encourage you to get into God's word and let God's word bring strength and health and, and wholeness and restoration to you. I memorized this verse uh, early in my ministry and it's been a go to me in those times that have been a little bit more difficult. Psalm 42 verse 5, why are you in despair, O my soul? Why are you discouraged within me? Hope in God. For I shall yet praise him. We need to learn that when we're going through these times of despair and discouragement, that we can go to the truth of God's word, and it gives us some instruction on how to make it through these things. So get to know God's word. I've got a text number coming up on the screen right now, 306-230-7169. 306-230-7169. We'd like to send you about 10 scriptures uh, if you just request it by text. 
that you can maybe write out on index cards and really get them in your heart and soul. Let the word of God dig around the foundation of your life. Let the word of God fertilize your soul and your mind. Uh, It'll be a huge difference maker in your life. Dr. Jeff Baker tells the story or the reality that anxiety is actually a good thing if we use it properly. So you're driving down the road in the middle of winter and all of a sudden your car begins to slide, fishtail a little bit. And there's an anxiety that immediately comes over us. Where is my car going to go? I got to get control of this. He says anxiety is a gift from God to help us deal with problems. He says what often becomes the problem for us though is we don't focus on the problem, we focus on our anxiety. And we get anxious about our anxiety and the anxiety takes over our life instead of being used as a tool to help us with our problems. Get the word of God in your heart uh, so you can approach the challenges of life with faith that helps you deal with the problem instead of uh, letting the anxiety just keep on growing. Third thing this parable teaches us about overcoming fear and anxiety. So the third thing I want to add to uh, this proposal on how to handle fear and anxiety is grace plus truth plus, and I'm going down now to write this, grace plus truth plus time. The keeper of the vineyard said, (laughs) Uh, you're not cutting this thing down. Give it some more time. One version says one more year. One more year. Luke chapter uh, 16 and verse number 8. Sometimes we create anxiety in our lives by thinking that there's something we should be able to do that will just make this go away real quick. And I fear that sometimes the church has been part of the problem here. My observation is we have tended to approach things with three primary solutions. Well, figure out what the sin is in your life and confess it and you'll be better. Nice quick solution and we don't have to walk with you. Other people know the secret is inner healing. Something's happened in your life. And we're going to lay hands on you today and, and you'll have a kind of a spiritual burp and everything will be better after we pray for you. And others resort to the realm of the miraculous. And I'm not saying any of these things are, cannot be supported biblically. But we just cast out the demon of fear and demon goes away and, and everything's better. The truth of the matter is often it's not a demon and it's, I'd say most of the time it's not a demon. Most of the time what's really needed to get feeling well again is time. And so don't be hard on yourself. Be honest about where you're at. And learn about the grace of God and get around into an atmosphere of grace. Find your friends who 
who pour life into you and let them speak to you and minister to you. But get into this atmosphere of grace and then really dig into God's word for yourself and let that word be something that fertilizes your soul and brings strength to you. Overcome your fears and strengthen your faith. And then give yourself time. It takes time to get better and don't be embarrassed about that. I am reminded of Rowena's story and how she talked about she just took baby steps and kept getting stronger and stronger. Take some baby steps. God will help you. And God will be your advocate and you just need to call out to him and I think you'll discover that Jesus will show up in his old farm truck, the door wide open, and he'll say, come on in. Call on the name of the Lord. Call on the name of the Lord, and he'll be your helper. So three principles, I think, from this parable. Just a story with a Christian truth, a Christian principle, a Christian lesson that I think will help all of us overcome the anxiety and the worry and the fear and the depression and trepidation and the angst of isolation. Get into, number one, an atmosphere of grace. Number two, really get into the truth. And number three, don't be hard on yourself and let's not be hard on each other when we need time to get well. Grace plus truth plus time. So Father, we ask you to come and take this word and minister to us now. Lord, we don't ask that uh, everything get better real quick. We're impatient people. Um, we just ask you to be, help us to be willing to walk towards strength and wholeness. So we call on you for your help. In Jesus' wonderful name, amen. We are so thankful that you've listened in to the Neighborhood Church Podcast. If you have questions or comments about what you've heard, we would love to hear from you go to the podcast description and follow the link to get in touch with us. Everything we do would not be possible without your generosity. If you would like to give, check out that same link in the podcast description. If you have enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe and share it with your friends. Thank you again for listening. God bless you.